Gentlemen, support for KOTL is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in the men's below-the-belt grooming. But let's be honest, you are going to use it for your abs. You're going to use it for your chest. You're going to use it, man. The summertime is coming. You are going to thank me. Trust me, I tried it. It's got the six-pack approval. It's safe. It's easy to use. It's cordless. You could, I mean, you could get it wet. Don't worry. This thing seems like it's going to be dropped and keep on moving. And not only will you thank me, but your girl's going to thank me. Please support the podcast that has supported the community all these years. Get 20% off and free worldwide shipping when you use promo code KOTL and pick it up at manscaped.com. Six-Pack Lapidot, I want to give a quick shout-out to our partners, the Strength Guys, in this app that we have. It can be found at positionsofpower.programs, with an S, dot app. And the Strength Guys, who coach people like Taylor Atwood, have you heard of him? He's pretty good. Uh, They've had several world champions, several national champions, and, uh, I mean, a laundry list of records, national records, world records have been broken, etc. But they have an app with their elite-level programming available, video tutorials. uh, I mean, the whole nine, it's one-stop shop once you're in here. There's a Discord where they're doing video review of your lifts um, to get all your lifts analyzed. So you get elite Level programming and coaching for $29.99 US a month. Positions of app. Go there and get yourself started. The boys are back, and this time the boys are really back. Six-pack lap at Area Messi Kamesi, and we got Wild Bill for this preview show. Uh, so what's cracking, fellas? How you guys feeling? Good, man. I see you guys wearing the same T-shirt, so I missed the memo on that. So. That's, all, <laughs> that's all we're wearing, baby. There's no bottoms on these. <laughs> like, like your girl wearing one of your sweaters, doggy. That's how Saturday, you guys Saturday night episode. Winnie, Winnie the Pooh in it? <laughs> we need the poo in it. That's right. Um, all right, fellas. So we got the USAPL women's preview show. Like always, we're going to start from the lightest weight class and work our way up to the top of the weight class. So let's start. It's going to be the 48 kilo class. Arian, what are we looking at here? Love. Yeah, I mean, this is another weight class, like 47s and 48s, that you're starting to get a little bit more depth in there. And these totals are going up to, like, just a couple of years ago, some of these totals would win worlds. So you have Jessica Espinal at the top with 400 kilos, uh, and she did that at 47.3. So I don't know if she overcut or if she has more room to grow, um, but she's, like, comfortable in the 48s. But then you have, like, you know, Mallory Brown now is up to 382.5. You have Kate Cohen's up to 375. Demetri Thayden, who's up to 370. So these are some um, strong totals in this weight class. It's competitive. Um, even though you see that gap from first to second, it's competitive all, all the way down through the prime time. But just based on, you know, the training that I've been seeing and how things have been going, I went back a little bit back and forth as far as second and third. But I had Jessica Espinal as my first. I'm sure you guys do as well. She has a big enough lead, and who knows what her toll is going to look like compared to what Heather and Tiff are going to hit at Worlds at 47. And then I went with Florida girl Kate Cohen for second because she has a big oh. deadlift. And I think I saw her just compete at, in April in Florida, and I think if uh, adjust a little bit of the attempts and also having that deadlift to pull for placing, I'm going to take her to steal second, and I put Mallory Brown at third. Bill, what are you saying about that? Yeah, Jessica winning. Um, unlike Ari and I, I actually kept those the same and have um, Mallory coming in second again. Um, she's pretty much been the staple the last few years um, behind Heather um, in second place there in the 47s. So I have her in second place. Unfortunately, you know, Jessica shows up now. So <laughs> Mallory still can't get that victory. But and then um, Kate Cohen from Florida in third place. 
I'm going to side with you, Bill. I'm going to go Jessica Mallory Kate as well. Um, and Jessica, I'm really interested in seeing what she ends up putting up. Um, I mean, I don't, she's already broken into the 400 kilos and that's the big benchmark for around that body weight. So let's see how much she can push that number. Looking at the next weight class up, gentlemen, the 52s. We can't sleep on her anymore. We can't sleep on her anymore. (laughs) Keep getting in trouble here. Jamie Fisher. (laughs) Don't get us in trouble, dog. Jamie Fisher. Keep keep getting in trouble. But also the the weight class has like changed a little bit. You know, you have uh, Marissa going to Powerlifting America. Uh, Andy Riley was what um, USVI. Uh, Tina Donishman. I don't I don't know what she's doing as far as if she's dealing with injuries or just doesn't want to compete and is focusing more on coaching. So obviously we have Jamie Fisher at 415 kilo total that she just hit at the Arnold recently. Yeah, you guys are sleeping on her. She keeps hitting PRs, keeps making attempts and stuff. So yeah, she's the the favorite coming in. And then from there, the second place, uh, second nominated, Marta Sikitas, uh, I believe is how you pronounce it, 3D 7.5. I, I don't know her, um, and I couldn't really find anything on her. Some of the other names uh, are regulars, like Vanessa Furby at 382 is a regular. Uh, Jazlyn Pepper at 380 is a regular. And then you have a couple people as well at 377, 372. So there's another one that, again, similar to the 48s, I think there's a clear favorite for first. And then it gets a little bit interesting there for second and third. So I went with um, Jamie for first, and then I went uh, Marta second and Jacqueline for number three. I think her total is a little bit deceiving, and I think her to- uh, training's been going well, and I think she's going to sneak up on some of these ladies and sneak into third. Jacqueline, is, has she only had two competitions? Uh, well, I, I was looking on USAPL has one, so does she have one that's outside of USAPL? Uh, so I think she might, like, this is, I was making notes and that's where I was thinking Jacqueline too. And I had made my notes. I'm like, she might surprise people The sample size on her is so small. Who the frick knows what she's capable of when it's some, I don't have her in my one, two, three, but I could be talked into it. Cause I don't, I have no idea what she's capable of <laughs> when you got one, maybe two competitions. Fuck me. Who knows? Um, Bill, what are you thinking, buddy? Yeah, I think Jamie's, uh, Far and away the winner in this one. I have uh, Marta in second place. And then Vanessa, she's, you know, already has the pro card. I have her finishing in third place, Vanessa Furby. Um, did you guys talk about how the top three in each weight class will win pro cards at all did, ahead, on the last episode? Nope. Yeah, so real quick. So basically, as long as, so we're doing the women's side now. So if they finish in the top three and finish with a 475 dots or above, and they're guaranteed a pro card after this competition going forward. So you might see some weird jockeying for placing to get into that top three just because of that whole um, <clears throat> pro card or, or potentially someone who's in third already taking a massive jump somewhere on a deadlift just to try to get that 475 dot score to win that pro card. So you might see some funky things happening there um, with, with, you know, not necessarily in this weight class, but just in general mm. where, um, you know, like I said, like the 48s we kind of went through where, you know, none of the women that we picked have pro cards yet. So they're going to kind of be fighting for that too. So um, yeah, it's just an interesting aspect of this and it kind of um, <clears throat> changes the gameplay a little bit with your, your handlers, you know, on the day of the meet. So, but um, yeah, so I have Jamie, Marta and Vanessa. I'm going to go. So I'm, I'm definitely going Jamie. She's going to take, you know, she's a heavy favorite anyways. Uh, Marta, I'm also going to go for my pick for the second. But for my third, I'm going with Jaslyn Pepper. Hit a 380 in March, uh, veteran since 2018. With Furby, um, total went down to 357.5 at one point. I'm not sure what's going on there. I don't know if she's still dealing with something. Uh, and with Jacqueline, uh, 377.5 last November. And again, only the two meets. I She could surprise the shit out of us. Because like her, her, you know, that was November. We're already halfway through by the time Worlds comes, or sorry, uh, Nats comes. It's it's a decent enough time to make some, cover some serious ground or or she just like, this is her top end. I, I, we don't have enough uh, information on her. So my confidence level after Jamie starts dropping, but Jamie is a heavy favorite as far as I can see. But yeah, I mean, that's why I like, that's why I went with her is like with Jaslyn Pepper, she did the, 380 in march so i'm not sure like how much more she can improve on the 380 she did 377 um at uh raw nationals in 2019 so maybe she's been busy with other life stuff as well where she took time off and then with 
Vanessa Furby, like you said, I'm not sure why her number dropped from 382 down to 357. If that was just like, you know, she has something going on, if she was sick or whatever like that, she had a bounce back meet. Um, and yeah, with uh, Jacqueline, there isn't meet data, but like you said, that meet was in November and she has been posting some training stuff. I think she's coached um, by uh, Flex and she already posted like a 142 squat recently. So she already oh, hit wow. like a potentially... We don't know what the body weighs, a five kilo PR there on squat. Who knows how much the Benz and Delph have gone up. So I think she's going to sneak into that third place. And potentially even further. I mean, that's the thing when you got somebody new like that, when it's all and when you, you could get caught up on what they're posting on Instagram. Like you said, you don't know the body weight though. And they don't know either if they got to cut anything, um, how they're going to perform, how it translates. So it's tough. You can have some, you can have some surprises. Let's move to the 56s, gentlemen. Um, we got some familiar faces. We got some new faces. Arian, how is this looking? Yeah, I mean, we get the um, Brittany Sublicki coming back down to the 56s. So she did uh, the Arnold recently where she weighed in in the 60 kilo class. I'm pulling up her body weight. Yeah, 59.59. So she basically filled out that class. Um, but for whatever reason, we don't know what her training was going like. Her total went down two and a half kilos, even though she went nine for nine. So I'm not sure if she's like, you know, dealing with different things in life, if she was dealing with the injury, or if it's just increasing the body weight didn't help her. Maybe she's someone who just does a good job of cutting weight and, and like maintaining her strength well. So maybe that was like, oh, well, might as well just go back down to 56, where she's gonna be more competitive because a 60 kilo class has, you know, uh, a lot more competition. So we're gonna see the return of her at 56. Um, I'm not sure when she decided to start to cut, but I'm assuming that they prepared in advance and they're going to do the cut and she's going to hold her strength. So I'm picking her for first. And then from there, it gets a little bit uh, more up in the air with me because I don't know with Allie Weinberg, uh, she took some time off. So her numbers are coming back, but it doesn't seem to be back to levels of Daytona. And so I'm not sure how long she started training again, how much her numbers are going to come back versus someone like Kathy Lee, who's not too far behind her. So I was going back and forth with that. And so I end up going with Kathy Lee for two and Allison Weinberg for three. Hmm. I hmm. ran into the same. So when you said Ali's numbers coming back, I'm like, I didn't see these posts or whatever, unless you're in her stories and she's, or maybe I'm just stories. being nice. <laughs> or maybe you're just, talk, you're just talking some shit. I didn't see this information. She signed up for Nats. So I'm assuming like, you know, she's showing up to do business bill. How did you see this? Yeah, it's, it's tough because you have Brittany, again, cutting, you know, three and a half kilos or whatever coming down from a, you know, um, a 462 and a half. So, you know, on paper, she has the lead over Allie. And obviously she beat Allie head to head in Daytona also um, by 10 kilos. <laughs> but it's kind of like, you know, again, we haven't really seen what Allie is doing right now. Um, and, and Kathy, actually, I couldn't find anything on her. I couldn't find her Instagram. So I don't even know if she has one or not. Um, so I'm just basically picking Brittany because I know she's training. I know she's making weight because she said, you know, I saw in her stories, you know, a couple hours ago that she's basically, you know, weight cuts going good, blah, blah, blah. So, um, you know, Brittany, Allie, Kathy, um, then you have like Mariah Bolden and, um, Christina Parachi in the prime time with them. They actually got in because it was, um, they were the top two women who were the highest pros dots um that wouldn't have been in the prime time so they kind of got like two wild card slots for there um but i just don't see them threatening up in that 440 450 range um just yet um you know with parachi being you know having the injuries and that kind of stuff going on so um yeah Brittany, ali and kathy my top three um so i'm gonna i got the same top three as you i'm going brit i mean she's one Big showdowns, USAPL, Raw Nats champ. She can handle the heat and she's got the biggest total. And she's consistently training, putting out the information that she's training where some of these people like Ali, I don't know. I got no idea. This is a shot in the dark. I'm going to say if she's, this is my logic, taking her for a second. You sign up for US Nats, you bet you're going to come. You're going to come ready. Like you got to. So I'm assuming she's not going to, you know, come out there to embarrass herself. Even if she holds her ground and stays 450 range and doesn't improve upon, she's still a good pick for second. Um, Kathy don't know a heck of a lot on her. She's seven and a half kilo behind. She could cover some ground maybe, but Allie's young and she doesn't need to improve a heck of a lot on. She just needs to get back to where she was, let alone improve upon it. So I'm, I'm taking Kathy, uh, for third, and in terms of um, Chrissy Max Power, 
Uh, yeah, she she's coming off like she's had multiple multiple injuries on those knees. Uh, but got the fucking heart of a lion on her, but she won the 57 kilo class at the U S Nats previously. And, um, she's refused. She's a dog in a fight, man. She's refusing to quit. So here we go again and let's see whatever she could put on. If she could put on even a half decent performance by the time, you know, U S Nats rolls around cause she's forever in comeback mode. Um, so God bless moving on to the 60 kilo. Oh, I, I just want, I just, I just wanted to throw something in there real quick. Like I couldn't, I couldn't find anything on Kathy either, as far as an Instagram, but if you look at those meat results, I don't know about you guys, but it, it looks interesting to me going 380, 390, 405, and then 442.5. Not, not sure what happened during that, like, you know, time period where her numbers just shot up, but who knows, maybe she switched coaches, maybe life changed and her numbers are going up. So. I watch out. She could be putting up, you know, 450, 455, 460. We'll you see. ain't lying. You look at when when the information's not there and you gotta kind of guess. Yeah, man. Uh, it's, people can sneak up on you. I mean, fuck, imagine she upsets Brit. Yeah, I mean, the kind of again, the confidence on Brittany on this one, like I said, you know, kind of having a stalemate kind of meet going from Daytona to the Arnold, you know, and then now, you know, dropping to a new weight class kind of thing doesn't put the utmost confidence, but we just don't have information on other people's. So I can't just be like, oh, by the way, I think Kathy's going to win because I don't know why I'm just going to guess. Right. But no, <laughs> um, but again, I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't shock me if someone ends up beating Brittany in this one. But I think, you know, from what the information we have, she's the solid pick. Got to agree. She's a solid pick with the information we got based off of her history. Let's move to the 60 kilo class. Gentlemen, Arian, talk to me. This, this is a definitely interesting one to me. Another one I was going back and forth because at least on the qualifying totals, you see two groups. You have the top group, Natalie Richards versus Sling Crumb, North Carolina versus South Carolina. They bowed out before uh, 485 versus 42.5. Then you have this little bit of gap, and you have all these lifters uh, between 455 and 457.5, four lifters. So you have uh, Adeg B. Misola, Christiane, Caitlin, and Charlie. And some of them just recently did the Arnold, too. So, like, Celine, Christiane, Caitlin, uh, and Charlie all just did the Arnold. So all those numbers are also recent, and they just battled out against each other. So I think this is going to be interesting one-two. And then interesting who steals third. Mm. And with Natalie and Celine, I was going back and forth because Natalie is going up a weight class. So she gets to eat up. And then Celine had gone already up to the 63s. And she was originally going to do 67.5 and then switch down to 60s. So she has a higher total um, than the 42.5. That's not her qualifying total, but she does have to cut down now. So it just depends on when she decided if it was at, after the Arnold or before the Arnold and making that cut down. And I was trying to like keep my bias out of it because Celine Crum is with the strength guys now. And I was first putting her at first and then going back and forth. I end up going Natalie Richards as first because I think she has, you know, similar experience to Celine and she's eating up. And I put Celine at second. And then I put Caitlin Berry at third. I think her numbers in training are going well again. And the more meat she does, the more experience she's going to get, be able to execute better in the platform. And I think she's going to be able to put, you know, a solid performance together, stay ahead of these other ladies and get third. Yeah, just a snowball. Bill, I'm let you do your picks first, but just a snowball on that a little bit. Natalie Richards, 485 kilo, weighing in at 56.1. So Natalie now coming in as a 60 kilo lifter. That's a big spread in body weight. Almost four kilos she could put on in body weight. Not saying she's going to, but she can. And she's that's a 485 at that body weight. I'm anticipating, you know... Just keep that in mind for anybody listening. Like she could, her top end could be really big now. She's essentially moving up half a weight class. Um, on the flip side, Celine the Machine, please put some respect on her name and call her the machine. Um, all right. But Celine the Machine, top end, she hit a 492.5 at 63.2. So Celine's top end strength is phenomenal, but that was at 63.2. She's got a cut. Um, she's also hit a uh, 452.5. Also a little extra on Celine the Machine. Um, getting married, I believe, just like a five days before something like something crazy, real close to US Raw Nationals as well. So it's going to be, you know, she's got a lot, she's got a lot of stuff moving around as well. Like if I don't know how big the wedding's gonna be. I, I know it was a I know I'm assuming board. I'm invited. Yeah, I'm, but like, okay, I'm just saying that. But depends I'm if you just, pick her for first or not. I'm a well, depending on what I, I play this. Okay, I'm putting some respect on the name. Just saying, but um, so 
I would say just keep those in there. I'll, I'll let you go first, Bill, before I give uh, my pick. I was going to say real quick, Ryan, I know it was a boring fight, but you watched a Rose versus Carla Esparza, right? Unfortunately. I, I believe Carla Esparza had like her wedding the day after and she ended up winning the fight and win the title. So maybe it's well, not so bad. <laughs> well, she's going to show up to her wedding uh, face looking like she never got hit because she didn't. That was the worst <laughs> fight of all time. Maybe they maybe they planned that. Yeah, maybe she's like, baby, I got to look good for my wedding pictures. And Rose is like, say less. Um, so anyways. Uh, go ahead, you know Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I mean, like kind of like Arian said, but like he's getting, letting his bias get in, involved a little bit in this. Like, you know, Natalie's coming up. Celine's coming down. You know, Natalie is the the class of this this weight class, in my opinion. Um, I think she's probably the best lifter in the USA, the best female lifter in the USAPL right now. Um, obviously, she won the Virginia Pro with the um, you know her IPF score, dot score, whatever they use at that point, um, beating out you know Sam and all the rest of them. So um, I have Natalie finishing first. I think she'll be something pretty big, close to five hundred, if not over. I would assume over five hundred, but I've said that before. And then um, Celine coming in second, and then I have uh, Caitlin Barry coming in third. You know, uh, I picked her at the Arnold to finish higher she didn't so she owes me one so <laughs> <laughs> so i got her finishing third in this way but it, it is it should be a really really good battle i mean there's four women within two and a half kilos of each other for that third place um and again you know celine misses a few lifts or whatever it is there's plenty of women there that can jump right in there because i think you're going to see a lot of big prs um you know yeah you might see like 500 580 plus and then like maybe two 570s in there also something like that or 470 sorry so like you know it could be a lot closer than it looks on paper right now at least i think this might be one of the better battles for the women's side it might be the battle for the women's side 60 class um i echo your sentiment sir i think natalie richards is not only the class of the 60 kilo class but of probably the USAPL right now in the women's division Natalie's got me all types of excited about what she can do. And she hasn't grown into 60 kilo yet in terms of what we've seen on the platform. Maybe when she hits the platform um, at this competition, she will actually be 60 kilo and let's see what she could do. I mean, it's, she had a, a monster 485 as a junior 57 and um, was number two in the world behind Joy Namani. Now she gets to move up half a weight class. And again, she's still a junior. A lot of rate of adaptation to go. I, so I'm excited to see what Natalie Richards done. Celine the Machine is in a bit of a, a predicament here. 63 kilo would have been lovely for her. If she, she was going at 63 kilo and could expand on that. Celine's also young and got a lot of movement and growth. I don't know... Uh, I don't know how she feels about going 60 kilo, but 63, she was fucking murdering and would have tipped into the 500s next. I would have picked her in to start dipping into the 500s and moving up and beyond right there. Uh, and that's the mark to be, you know, competitive internationally, not with Leia, but all the other 63s. So we'll see what Celine does. You know, we've seen her as a 57. We've seen her as a 63. Let's see how 60 kilo treats her. Um, I mean, what, what, it's it's a bit of a it's a bit, it's it's difficult to say because both of these ladies are changing weight classes. I also have Caitlin Barry for my third. Um, I think we're all feeling the hype from her training videos, but fuck, is she's murdering, man? I mean, it is what it is. I agree that it's a tight class, and anybody could shake this up. I'd be shocked that someone shakes up Natalie at the top. I think I'm pretty confident in Natalie, but everyone else underneath there, you can have a shakeup. Now, we don't have a lot of data on them as a 60 kilos. I'm going with Caitlin as my third because her training has been freaking on fire, man. And there's momentum. You know, when you see someone training, they're posting videos and they're like always happy and momentum. And she's also moving up, I believe, too. So it's not moving down, which is dicey. It's moving up, which is a lot more comfortable. You get you eat your way in and get the calories and feel strong. So our one, two, threes are unanimous here, fellas. How you like that? Yeah, I mean, every one, every once in a while, we agree. Every once in a freaking, every once in a freaking while. I was trying to pull up Caitlin Barry's like recent training because, like, I think she did like a one ninety deadlift with like more in the yeah. tank, 
And with her bench at the Arnold, it was the liftoff person that kind of threw her off. So she got like a relift of her first attempt. And then that one was messed up and they switched the liftoff guy for the second attempt. So, and I think squat was like a depth issue. So potentially, um, you know, maybe you get a better liftoff on bench press or Delph is going up. Maybe squat doesn't even have to improve. I think she's could be sneaking in there. Like Bill said, potentially doing 470 or something like that. Uh, and I saw Charlie Le- Leonard recently like put up like squat and bench press PRs too. So like Bill said, all these lifters could be improving quite a bit since the Arnold is going to be interesting. It's it's 60 kilo class is super competitive and I'm I'm excited for that one for sure. How about the 67.5 area and what are we looking at here? Rook, did you guys want to do the best lifter stuff for the lightweight women first or you do that at the end? We um, do it at the end. Yeah, okay. we were doing it at the end, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. What, um, what do you say, Aaron? For the 67.5, I mean, obviously it got a little bit weaker with Celine deciding to go down and Claire Zai deciding to go up. So they lost two of those people. But I mean, there's still good, good uh, competition there. You have Sam Calhoun, obviously the star there at 520. Uh, Gabby Martinez, who just did the Arnold Grand Prix at 510. Um, looks like she's already improving her deadlift, like pulling what she had missed at the Arnold. Then you have Cassandra Carlton at 495. Uh, Evie Lambes at uh, 490. Uh, and then, of course, you have, you know, big names like Jennifer Thompson's there at 485. She's always a threat, depending on how healthy he is and how tra- how training has been going. Uh, Jordan Panton at 480. She did like a big Delif at the Arnold Delif competition, even though it's equipped. But she heard Delif uh, and training has been looking good as well. Then you have other names, too, like towards the bottom. You have Jennifer Milliken at 475. Um, she's always a killer. Who knows how her training has been going? And Solana Lewis at 462.5. So a lot of big names in here, a lot of big totals in here, and things could shake up a little bit. You know, if Sam has an off day, Gabby Martinez could come and steal it. But I think, you know, Sam has been really consistent, even though she may not be hitting a PR total every time. I think she's been consistent with her totals, and her body weight's not an issue. She can decide if she wants to fill out the weight class more or not. So I'm sticking with Sam at first. Gabby's training has been going well. I think she's going to execute better in the Arnold. I'll put her at second, beating out Cassandra Carlton, possibly Gabby having to just pull to steal that second place. Bill, what do you think, buddy? Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is the time. So I think I got Gabby beating Sam in this one. Fuck. Uh, Ooh. So Fuck. Bill. Wow, Bill. So, well, it's a whole thing, right? So it's, it's what you're talking about weight classes, but you're also talking about pro points. So, you know, Sam's been very, very much posting about how she's doing 30,000 steps a day and all this stuff to, you know, keep her weight down. So I feel like, based off of that info, she's kind of looking more at points than actually taking the win. Obviously she'll, if it's there and she can pull for it, she'll take the win, of course. But um, I do think that Gabby ends up getting the win with Sam in second and um, Cassie Carlton in third. Um, And then we'll talk about best lifter stuff later on. Um, So I have Sam, Gabby and uh, Cassie Carlton, but that is interesting that you pointed that out. Samantha is not going to fill out 67.5. Um, she's just too muscular for 60. She was, she was someone that would have been better off in 63s, the old weight classes. The weight class has changed, helps some people, hurts others. She's one person that's probably going to hurt, and that's a very interesting note. How long could she stay at the top of a weight class that probably isn't her natural weight class? She's never going to walk around at... 69 kilo and cut a kilo and a half of water and come in for 67.5 and actually fill it out. And eventually, eventually somebody's going to come around and that's what they do. You're going to get somebody who's a monster in there. You know, a Leah Bavois who cuts a couple kilo and goes into 63, a Jess Bittner who cuts, you know, so you can only be undersized in your weight class and keep winning for so long. Interesting that Bill thinks we've, we've passed that now and she's going to have to make some decisions. You might be right. Um, their totals are relatively close. I'm going to go Samantha still because it's still slamming Sammy for God's sakes, but you're not, you're not wrong in that. Eventually some, somebody's going to come around because this isn't her natural weight class, 67.5. Yeah, if you um, take a look back at the, at some of the Arnold videos from the uh, Grand Prix, I mean, um, you know, Gabby missed her second and her third deadlift and Sam was pretty much at limit, which she had in her last deadlift. So if Gabby could have put a little bit more deadlift together, which she thought she had going into the meet, then I think she would have definitely won that day. But of course, you know, Sam made all her lifts, went nine for nine, and she does what she does and puts up that puts up the, the total she needs every time. But um, oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just 
I was going to ask you, do you think Sam hits a PR total and Gabby beats her? Or do you think Sam has like a lower total uh, under the 520 and Gabby beats her? Yeah, that, that's, I, I was thinking below the 520, but not, I mean, much, I'll, I'll, but not, but not far below it. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that would be the best chance she has is she did the 520, the Virginia pro Sam, and then did 515, the grand prix. So yeah, potentially right. if she's at 515, 517, maybe Gabby, uh, you know, makes attempts, but you know, Sam, I, I think, you know, she's made attempts, all her attempts, the last two meets. And if she has Matt Gary handling her like usual, he's going to make sure he puts what on the bar for the placing. So I think she has like all the advantages, but Gabby could still potentially beat her. It's just surprising to hear wild bill picker. Well, you know, it, it, he's got logic to it, though. Look, yeah. at, I'm, I'm telling you, man, you can only be a 63 kilo lifter and, and want to stick around that body weight for so long and keep winning when you're literally giving up four and a half kilo. That's a fucking size. That's a sizable chunk that like somebody's going to come around and be like, I'm a legit 67.5 top tier elite. You know, uh, it, yeah, it doesn't doesn't fit. But also legit, like Sam could weigh in like five kilos less than Gabby, which which seems likely that she's going to be in that 62, 63 range where Gabby will be in the right. top end because she's coming down from the 72s um, again. Or, you know, she obviously she did before. And, um, you know, so Sam could wrap it up on the second deadlift, the best lifter thing, and then just be like, all right, now let me load up what I need to win kind of thing. You know what I mean? So it could be something like that too, where she kind of locks it up on the, the best lifter on the second lift and then goes for broke on a third kind of thing. So it just depends on what her priorities are. And I don't know that I'm just kind of guessing, but I'm assuming the, the pro points is the, the pinnacle of it all for these guys. Cause they want to win that money at the end. We'll see. Interesting. Well, you got discussion. Ryan. Um, yeah. So I got Sam, Gabby, and then I got Cassie. Um, I do want to note that Jordan is definitely a threat to possibly bump up to third. She's got a big deadlift. Um, I want to also add like, yeah, for sure. Jen Thompson in the mix, you know, a legend in powerlifting. Jennifer Milliken in the mix, you know, a former world champion, one best lifter at IPF Worlds 2017. Um, Solana Lewis, you know, shout out to her, friend of the podcast. So this is a good weight class as well, well represented in, in a nice spread there with like people with high accolades, like some of the greatest lifters of all time and who've gone right to the pinnacle winning IPF Worlds and best lifter there. Um, it's crazy. But uh, it just shows you how far how far powerlifting has come from, you know, 10 years ago or whatever it is, is that like you have, you know, two multi-time world champions that are fighting to get in the top five at USAPL National. <laughs> so that's, right. that's pretty good. Well, yeah. Pretty- but Jen is also in her late 40s now. Oh, no, no. But, yeah. 100%, yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it's, it's, it's cool that, like, you know, you see, like, these people that are, you know, basically in the Hall of Fame of the IPF kind of you know, and they're still active, but also like being passed up by now the, the younger generation of powerlifting. It's, it's cool to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. 75. Oh, you want something else in there, Arian? Well, I just wanted to throw in that I, I was trying to make a case for Jordan too. Like you were kind of looking at, I was trying to look at her training. Um, I just couldn't cover that gap. Like she did a 227.5 Dell of her last meet raw and then did 233 equipped at the Arnold. So I don't know how much more that Delph can go up based on that recent performance, but I think the squat could potentially go up some and the bench maybe like two and a half kilos and maybe the Delph two and a half kilos, but I don't think it's going to be enough for her. You know, maybe she gets to like 490, uh, but it's going to be too hard, I think, to crack the uh, 500 plus and chase these other ladies. Yeah, I think Cassandra's, like Cassandra is my pick. Um, just tossing out there some possibilities so that if there's an upset, I could say, I told you so, you know, <laughs> covering my bases, fellas, you know, how the game's played, uh, 75 kilo class Arian, What are we looking at here, sir? Yeah. I mean, we have uh, three ladies in the prime time, even though it's a, uh, pretty stacked class, uh, as far as the number of lifters in there. So obviously they do get an advantage. They have a pretty high total above the next people that are outside the prime time, like 20 kilos. But obviously, being the prime time helps too. So, like we had said, I have well, we have Claire Zai moving up to the seventy fives. So we'll be interested to see because she said her cut was a little bit tough last time. So now that she doesn't have to cut, she can fill out. Maybe the squat and bench press go up. What kind of performance she can have? Um, I think Jasmine Penn is pretty much the clear favorite. Like she has a you know high enough total. She has plenty of uh, practice or com- uh, competition practice and experience. Her training seems to be going well as long as everything is on point. I think is the favorite. So then it just comes down to 
Autumn Green at 510.5 versus Claire Zai at 507.5. Um, I didn't see too much uh, as far as like finding too much on Autumn Green, but you know, it's a hard to, you know, just drop someone just because we couldn't find anything on them. So I just kept it Autumn Green as two and Claire Zai as three. What are you thinking, Bill? Yeah, I think Jasmine's a class here for sure. Um, and then obviously it comes down to like, you know, Claire's coming back up now. So she, you know, dieted back down and she's coming back up and actually above her weight class, you know, the 72s that she was at for um, Daytona last year. So it's, it'll be interesting to see what she can, A, where she weighs in at, right, for points purposes, but B, you know, how much can she add to that total? Um, Autumn missed her second and third deadlift at the Arnold, which would have added another like 12 and a half kilos to her total. So then you're talking like 523-ish, you know, which is a damn good total. Um, so I'm sticking with kind of with what Arian said. I'm going to stick with Autumn um, for second place here, just based off of, you know, assuming she's going to make attempts going forward in this, in this meet coming up. Um, but I would not be surprised if Claire goes something pretty big with her being able to bump up that seven and a half kilos from the, uh, the Arnold total. So we shall see where that goes, but um, I'm going to take autumn, but I'll, for second, but if Claire hits second place, I'll say, I told you so. Just like, <laughs> hey, man, you're pulling out my tricks now. I'm going Jasmine Penn, number one, obviously. Uh, you know, she's won nationals before. She's been to Worlds in the whole nine. She's she's class of the division here. I'm going Claire for a second. Um, I do believe that her bumping up is going to help her increase her total and, and have that meet, but it is tight with her in autumn it's it's super tight and this there's an intangible here that i'm banking on and if if it doesn't always correlate moving up in weight doesn't always bump up your total like you think it will sometimes it does sometimes it's not the big mover that some people anticipate so i'm leaning towards it will and i think that this is the sh- shake up that she needs to see those extra kilos on her total and i think it's going to make the spread and cover the distance so i'm going claire number two and i'm going autumn number three I was pulling up the meat results that Bill was just talking about as far as Autumn. The other interesting thing is Jasmine had the squat record at 205, and at the Arnold, Autumn bumped up to 205.5. So if Claire's going to weigh in light, then the benefit for Autumn is she could potentially end up with that chip on the squat record again to have that chip going into the deadlifts. And then, like Bill mentioned, she did take a 12.5 kilo jump on the deadlift and missed twice. So if she potentially picks better attempts she had a bigger toll on that day so maybe she does push you know 520 525 like bill said and i think like claire might be more around like 515 without the weight cut but we'll see only time will tell my friend um 82.5 arian what are we looking at here sir let me pull it up uh, so we have, a, at least for this one, we have more lifters in the in the prime time. So first is Michelle Robbins at 527.5. And then second is Kania Webb at 517.5. And then a little bit drop there to the next group where you have Abby Poston at 497. Uh, my lifter Gina Hensley at 490. And Tara Jackson at 490 as well. Uh, Hope Hunsberger at 485. And Mika Ward at 42.5. So it's kind of like another one of those weight classes where I think like one and two are a little bit ahead, and then there's a little battle there for third. Um, with Michelle Robbins, I believe that is the one that she competed like back in 2014 and then hasn't competed, and then, you know, seven years later, eight years later, comes back. Yeah, so she competed back in 2014, Raw Nationals, got second place in the Teen Twos, and then eight years later comes back and hits this 527.5 kilo total, nine for nine day. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how much has she been training going into that meet? How much has she been training since that April? How much more can she improve? Is she's coming with a, a coach or a handler to nationals for this battle? So that's what makes it interesting as far as Kenia Webb looks 10 kilos behind, but there's this uncertainty with Michelle Robbins as far as um, her comeback. Versus Kenia, she makes a lot of attempts. She has done Raw Nationals last year in Daytona. She did the Arnold this year, so she does have that experience. Again, another weight class I was going back and forth uh, and also trying to take my bias out of it with Gina. I end up going Michelle Robbins 1, Kenia Webb 2, and I think Abby Poston will hold on to that third place from these other lifters that are chasing her. Okay. Um, I'll go second. 
I love the old. Let me just hold on. Let me just throw out there real quick. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure Antara Jackson's also on the PA Nationals roster for Junior Nationals. So I don't know if she's doing both or if she's not doing one or the other. So just throwing that out there since we're kind of going through the weight class. I love that uh, um, Michelle Robbins is doing the old allow me to reintroduce myself. <laughs> My name is Hove. Um, and coming back after all these years to shake some things up. Um, I love a good comeback story, but honestly, you know, Kania Webb's top end at 88.2 kilo in March, she hit a 540. So she, her top end is, is solid and she's the stronger woman, but 88.2 is a big drop. Like a, that, that'll be a big drop to 82.5. I mean, that's quite a few kilo to have to drop. So because of that, it's not just the romanticized view of the comeback the old allow me to reintroduce myself that I'm going with Michelle Robbins. Um, even though I think Kanaya Webb has the big top end, that was just in March. That's actually a decent weight drop. I think she's got time and we're, we're we got time until Nats rolls around. I'm going to take Michelle Robbins. I'm going to take Kania Webb. And then I'm actually going to go with your girl, Gina. She's hit a five, 502.5. Um, this is back in 2020, but and this was this was at uh, it was at eighty three point five kilo body weight. That's just like a kilo higher. I think she's capable. You know, I'm not sure why she hasn't been in over the five hundreds, but I think she can go back over the five hundreds. You might even have some background information there, you know, or maybe you got to keep your cards close to your chest. But Gina's capable, and I think she's going to clinch up the third place. Um, so there's my pick, but Abby's a good pick as well. I'm not, you know, as you get further down, sometimes it gets tight and it gets harder to call. Um, so there it is. What do you think of Bill? Am I crazy? Yeah. So I, and, and Tara and, um, and hope are both juniors. They're both signed up for PA nationals also. So I don't know which way they're going to go, but their rate of adaptation is like super high because mm. you know, they're, they're both young, young lifters and they're both very, very strong young lifters. Um, so I kind of took them out of the equation because I wasn't sure which way they were kind of going to go. Um, but I, I'm going with Kania Webb first, uh, Michelle Robbins second, and Abby Poston third in this one. I just think, um, Ooh. yeah, just, you know, the, the numbers are there for Michelle. But again, it's been been a long time since she's been at the, that top higher level stuff. So I'm just going to uh, go with my gut and go with Kania in this one. I guess Bill's not worried about the weight cut, but I was also going to mention, um, like I'd mentioned on the men's uh, episode. Never worried about the weight cut, bro. Never. <laughs> well, it's March gonna, to June. She's got time. But but I was going to mention, like I'd mentioned on the on the men's episode, is that we're doing this preview show also before the weight class deadline. So some people could be like saying, like, okay, I want to go this weight class, and then maybe once it gets closer, realize, hey, I need to switch. Or maybe some people are strategically in a certain weight class and then wait till a deadline to switch. So potentially, because she did weigh in 88 at the Arnold in March, she may say, okay, I'm just going to switch over to 90 you know, by the deadline and then uh, go not have to worry about the weight cut. So we'll be seeing that, I guess, soon when the uh, deadline comes up, if there's a change. Or maybe she purposely chugged a gallon of water before weigh-ins at the Arnold <laughs> that mess with people's heads. Yeah. Well, listen, this is a good segue <laughs> to the 90-kilo class, but um, – if, if she decides to go 90 kilo, because she's 88.2, if we take that four, 540 kilo total she hit, um, she's right there in the fucking mix. You know, the, the top end nominations, Daniela Mello is 542.5, Marina 542.5, Alicia Webb 540.5. Um, you know, she's right in the mix. So if she wants to go there and she can actually, that's 88.2. She can actually bulk up a little bit as opposed to cut, which is nice. Get stronger. Who knows which way she wants to go, but the potential is she will be right at the top. Uh, so you're right. Arian. She's probably, you know, she's got to be thinking about this. You know, she's like, do I want to diet down this summer and go through all that? Or uh, do I want to, you know, smash some food, smash some weights and, and hop in there, hit a, hit a new PR total and, um, you know, go to battle with a, a big name like Daniela Mello. I'm not sure. Yeah, but it could also just be something where it's, you know, let's see how the weight cut's going. Okay, good. We're four weeks out, three weeks out, whatever it is. Okay. I got to cut and I got to get rid of this and go up because it's not working or, right. Hey, this is going smoothly. Numbers are going great. So let's just keep rolling with it. You know, I got time. Look from March to June is enough time to tinker and, and get a bit of a barometer on how things are going. Um, all right. Let's talk about the nineties. 
What are it's we looking de- at here? It's definitely an interesting weight class and enough depth on his own. Like you had said, you know, you have four ladies within five kilos of each other. You have names like the return of Daniela Mello, world champion. Uh, you have Alicia Webb in there, who is a master's world champion. Um, and then you have Shelby Miles in there as well, who has competed at a world as a sub junior. I don't know if she, if she also did as a junior. She's a regular yeah. at nationals and Arnold, everything like that. Um, so there's definitely a good competition there. I don't know Marina Shelton. She seems to be the newer one of the pack, but she had the highest qualifying total until Daniela Mello just recently did that meet. Uh, and Daniela had more in her at that day. Like she went nine for nine, more in the tank. Um, looks like she didn't cut weight or anything like that. So I think it's going to be easy for her to get back in the training, uh, not worry about body weight and continue to build her total and return back to, you know, that 600 plus total that she's done before. So I think she's going to have a nice jump in her total. I think she's going to be able to, you know, come away with first place. And then from there, I was like going back and forth. Do I take like a veteran, like Alicia Webb, who is increasing her total as a master's two lifter. She's in her fifties. That's amazing. Bumping up her total versus someone like Shelby miles, who's a young uh, up and coming lifter. And so and then Marina, who I don't know. So I ended up getting, you know, Danny. I was like, okay, I'll take her at first. Then I was like, I don't know. So I went with Marina Shelton for two, and I went with Shelby Miles for three. Bill, what are you saying? Yeah, I mean, the listen, Danny finally competed. It's exciting. It's great. Total wasn't as big as we all expected, but there was more in the tank. So um, assuming she's, you know, most of what – the old Danny Mello we knew she should win this class fairly easily, but again, the numbers aren't there yet, but hopefully it happens. Um, then I have uh, Shelby coming in second place and then um, Marina coming in third, just cause she has, you know, the 542 um, qualifying total. So those are my three. I'm going to go with Mar- oh, Daniela Mello for number one as well for everything you guys already said. I think she's got room in the tank. We've know she's capable of 600 over um, so she doesn't need that. And I don't think she's going to go over that, but even if she's in the late five hundreds, I think she'll lock up the win. And I, that's what I'm anticipating. I'll take Marina second in the veteran Alicia Webb in for the third place. Um, good attempt selection. And you never know, man, maybe she takes second as well. It gets, it's super tight. I, I like, even though the nominations are tight right from one down, I think Danny, she doesn't have to be the old Danny to, make a spread happen between her number two, three, four, et cetera. But after that, it's, it's a cluster. <laughs> yeah. You could be talked either way. I, I wanted to add in there too, with Shelby is uh, she competed twice at the Arnold. So she did the bench only and the full power. So she hit 127.5 in both of them, but the 127.5 in the bench only was obviously much faster. And then I'm not sure what happened with the deadlift. Uh, I have to maybe go back and watch the videos, but it shows on the results that she missed 205 in her opener, got 212.5 in her second, and then missed 227.5 in her third. So potentially, you know, based on competing twice in that deadlift, there's kilos there. So like, I wouldn't be completely shocked if Shelby comes and hits like, let's say a 130, 132 bench, and then like a 225 or 227 deadlift and wins. Like she could literally win this thing. Um, but like you said, I think with Danielle, she doesn't have to be the 600 plus. I think if she just continues to train and build up her total and gets to maybe 555 or something like that, she'll be able to hold them off enough, especially since she has a big Delph as well. Mm. All right, let's take a look at the 100 kilo class, kind sir. We got ourselves uh, four lifters in the prime time. And a lot of them, you know, they're new names to myself. I'm not used to seeing them. And obviously this is a new weight class as well. So what are we looking at here? Is somebody going to emerge? Yeah. I mean, this is an, another interesting one uh, where the nom- first nominated person at 559 is Patricia, uh, Patricia Johnson, who's a master's two lifter. So again, another M2 who is competing here for the podium in the open. And she actually did the Virginia pro and she put up the 559. So she did like a high level meet as well and executed mm. there. Then at number two at 545, you have uh, Maria Canela Basio. And then at number three, I'm seeing uh, Jacqueline du- uh, Duble or Duble at 537.5. And right below her as well, Nicolette Ziegler at 537.5. And I think there's another one where the lifters are adjusting their weight classes. So I think, was it uh, Maria's coming down, I believe? I'm trying to pull up results. Uh, so she did a, a 105 kilo a 105 kilo uh, body weight when she did the 545 and then she only did 475 at 96 
So she already like adjusted her weight some and the total dropped down. And so that's what concerned me about her is, you know, the 475, was that a legit total or was that just like qualifying or what's going on there? And so that concerned me about that one. And so I was trying to, you know, give more points uh, to people who are already at weight and already hitting those totals at that body weight. So I ended up going with Patricia Johnson first. I'm taking the Masters two lifter who compete at the Virginia Pro to win the Open National title. And then I'm going to have Nicolette Ziegler come in and take the second place uh, because I think with her total and her body weight, everything like that. And then, am I missing one person? Jacqueline? Uh, no, is there a... Uh, yeah, uh, who's not in the prime time potentially could put up a big enough total if these other lifters' totals are going down is uh, McKenna Henderson. I, I have her at third because I think her training has been going well, and I think she's going to come in and and steal it if these other lifters are cutting weight and their totals are actually down, like I said, like with Maria being down at 475. Okay, hold the phone. Now I got to pull her up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, Bill? Actually, I had the same top two as Arians. I had uh, Patricia going number one. Um, just cool seeing a 50-plus-year-old um, person, you know, smashing weights, which is always fun. Uh, Nicolette at second place. And then third place, I honestly, it was just it's such a toss-up to me. Like, um, I didn't even honestly look at um, – what was her name? I'm sorry, Arian. McKenna Henderson. Um, McKenna Henderson. McKenna she Henderson. goes, she goes yeah. to Midland. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I had those top two and I kind of had a question mark for third place for myself, to be honest with you. Well, you know what? I'm going to echo your top two. And I love that Patricia in the fifties, uh, in her, her fifties is doing what she's doing. It might take an open national title. I'm going to go with McKenna Henderson. Let's so, roll the dice. So I was pulling it up again, just to double check that I wasn't crazy with Jacqueline. It's the same thing. She weighed in a hundred point two when she did her five thirty seven point five back in November. And then she weighed in 99 and did a 485 total when she competed in January. So again, hmm. I don't know if that 485 total was from cutting weight or if they're injured or if they thought they may have to have qualified. You know, if they if they told them, hey, that total doesn't count you for the 100 kilo class, you have to weigh inside of it or what was there. So those were the things I was looking into is like these two ladies cut weight and their totals went down uh, versus McKenna Henderson, you know, goes to Midland. Uh, she's competing at nationals. Her, she's already at weight. Um, her training is looking good. And so... That's who I went with, but I could be wrong with these numbers uh, that those people maybe just did qualifier meets. Right. Yeah. And it might be testing, cutting and whatnot too. Right. Interesting. All right. Let's move on. Um, next weight class up 120 or sorry, 100 kilo plus. What are we looking at here, Arian? I mean, this is another one where we have um, one person who just had a pack is uh, Alexis Jones She's just, you know, ridiculously strong as a collegiate lifter, another Midland lifter originally from Florida. So she's at 647 kilo total. If you go look at the IPF World's nominations, um, Emily and Bonica are 647.5. So she'd be right up there with them, uh, nominated as a top three for Worlds um, at her 647. So I think she's going to be the, the clear favorite there. And then from there, there's some jumps as well. You have Jasmine Davis at 580, and then it drops down to like 560 for Brittany Baker and Mackenzie Hoven. So there's some decent gaps there. So I went with Alexis 1, Jasmine Davis 2, and I threw my bias pick of Sarah Brenner there at 3 because, you know, her total is a little bit low based on, you know, she took some time off of training, but training is going well. Her numbers are going back up. So I think we can potentially uh, put a big delve in there and steal third place. I mean, you guys broke world records on that deadlift, no? Yeah. Just one, just one counted, one didn't. That's all right. <laughs> you only need one. You broke a world record. Let's not get into it. Uh, let's not get into it. Bill, what are you saying, my friend? So I had my picks here. So I had my top three, Alexis winning. Then I had Jasmine and Sarah as my second, third. But I was waiting for Arian to go. So wherever he picked Sarah, I was going to bump her up a place because he's playing games with us. So I got Sarah at second and then Jasmine at third. So if he would have picked Sarah at fourth, I would have picked Sarah at third. But since he's got her at third, I'm bumping her up to second. Oh my I'm going to go Alexis, Sarah, and then Jasmine. I thought you were going to say just so that she likes you more than me when she listens to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's true too. Nah, you're playing games, bro. You're playing games. I'm going to say Alexis, Jasmine, and Mackenzie. And go straight down the line. Alexis, though, really Damn. is 
Alexis really it's is up, <laughs> a special talent. And I would love to have seen her go head up with Bonica and uh, Emily Mergier and um, as well as Canada's Brittany Schlater and freaking uh, the Swede. Emily dad. Leach. Emily Leach. Thank you very much. The, you know, internationally, they got a freaking the 84 plus is starting to get stacked. Um, but it is what it is. Well, it's still going to be exciting to see what Alexis does. Uh, even if she's got a pretty good spread against the rest of the lifters there. Oh, I was just going to jump in as well. What Mahalia Reeves is doing the powerlifting America national as well. So that's another big name. So it'll be interesting if we can ever get all these lifters back at the same meet, but even if they're not at the same meet, just seeing those totals creep up and up and seeing like, you know, before it was like uh, Sarah and my other lifter, Leanne Hewitt at like six twelve, six fifteen, had like the best totals behind Bonica. Now you have all these lifters doing six thirty, six forty. We'll see if anyone does six fifty um, coming up next month. Reeves, uh, she's young with a massive bench. Is that not right? Yep. Okay, she's she's got an absolute monster bench and is a, got a crazy future. And there's also a lady in Hawaii, uh, Leanna. Leanne, who has also another monster total in Hawaii. Um, I don't know if she's going to be leaving Hawaii anytime soon for some competitions, but she's right up there with all these ladies as well. The 84 plus or 100 plus, however you want to say it, is starting to get more competitive. This US Nats, it's, it's just more like Alexis, but like, like if you took a look at like around the world, there it's far more competitive than previous years where Bonica just kind of showed up. And, and did her thing. Um, it's it's going to get exciting, man. Like you said, if all of them show up in one place, I mean, look at IPF Worlds are going to, it's not, it's no longer Bonica's got this for sure. She's got real competition now, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, just, just some of the other names. Yeah, there's Daria from Russia who did the 630 plus, Amanda Martin who did the 630 plus. I think the lifter you're talking about is, yeah, Bradina Ane, That's who right. did a U- USPA meet where she did 680. And then yes. also it looks like there's a lifter from uh, New Zealand, Dina Hakie, who did a 650. See? So, shooters See? everywhere, man. Shooters everywhere all of a sudden, whereas previously the class wasn't that competitive. Now it is uber competitive. Um, if we could just get them all together, but it is what it is. Let's talk about our best lifters, gentlemen. Uh, who wants to go first? Arian, would you like to go first, kind sir? I was going to pass it off to Bill since he missed down the last episode. Okay, Bill. Are we, are we doing top three in each thing or just you top know one? What? Or... We did top three overall because I didn't know that they had switched it to light middleweight. Same. Heavyweight. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And okay. I did top three overall. Yeah. Bill, I was going to okay. ask you too, for the women's side, since it's an odd number of weight classes, do you know how they're breaking up light, yeah, middle, so, heavy? So the women is 60 and below, um, 67 and 65. Or, I'm sorry, 67 and 75 are together. And then 82 and a half and above are the, is the heavyweight. Do you want to give your picks for those? If you did a split bill I, and we could just do our one, two, three overall. Yeah. So, so in the lightweight, I have um, Natalie first, um, Brittany second and Celine third. Um, there's just too big of a spread there. I mean, I have like Jess and Jamie right below them, but it's going to be actually a pretty decent spread on the dots with that. Um Shit, let me see. And then um and then I had um Sam, Jasmine, and Gabby, top three in the middleweights. Um, but Gabby and Jasmine could go back and forth. I'm not sure, but I think Sam wins that by a good margin if what I'm assuming is correct and that she's gonna weigh in, you know, extra light kind of thing in that 63-ish range, whatever. And then the heavyweight class is where it gets a little bit interesting because I don't know what, we don't know how, what Mello is going to end up doing. Right. Right. So like Alexis could be, you know, over 500 kilo, uh, over 500 uh, dots on that. So could Kiana and so could Mello. So like the three of them together, it's pretty close, but um, I'm going to take Danny um, just based off of, pedigree i guess that you know she's you know had a huge 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 dot score before uh with kiana in second and then um alexis in third in that one but that one can honestly go any three ways but um but again i'm picking the top three but only the top person gets the money in each one of these so it's two thousand dollars for the best lifter in the lightweight middleweight and heavyweight 
Now let's give our picks for top three overall, regardless. Arian, what you got? Yeah, I mean, for the overall, I was going a little bit back and forth on this as far as one, I was deciding between who's going to win the 60 kilo class and then deciding, yeah, where does Sam fall into this based on her body weight? And I end up going with um, Celine Crum for third best lifter, Sam Calhoun for second best lifter, and Natalie Richards for first best lifter. Because I don't think Natalie's going to completely fill out the 60s. I think um, she doesn't need to yet. She can just like slowly put on more muscle and her training has been going well. I think she was like dealing with a little bit of injury before. She's healthy now. So I think she could still weigh in like let's say 57 or 58 and still be able to put up a PR total. And she's going to have the most dots just based on that. And she can continue to fill out over time. So that's where I went. Natalie, Sam, Celine. Just for the uh, what, what Bill now mentioned, the uh, breakdown. I think if I was just going off the top of my head, yeah, I would go with Natalie winning the lightweights. I would go with Sam winning the middleweights. And I don't think, because I think Danny's going to be around a 555 total. I don't think she'll crack 500 dots. So I'll take Alexis winning the heavyweights. You don't think she would just, well, I get, you're saying that's, you think that's her limit or she's going to take kind of that total? Yeah, I think that, I think that's going to be her, her limit. Potentially, okay. you know, she'd be worried about the, her weight class as well. I gotcha. Fair enough. Bill, what's your top three look like? Yeah, I had to redo this a little bit. So I have Natalie for, oh no, sorry, hold on. Oh. Come back, come back to me really quick. Sorry. I'm just okay, sorry. Okay, these so numbers real quick. I'll do, I'll do it. No, no worries. I'll go ahead. <laughs> I got the same as you, uh, Arian, in terms of the the breakdown. Like if you're if you're gonna have three, um, it's it's gonna be between Alexis and Danny as well, that I'm not entirely sure. I'll lean towards Alexis as well because she's over 500. But let, for my top three overall, I'm gonna go Natalie, number one. Um I don't think she, I agree with you. I don't think she fills out 60 kilo, but she gets to eat into it and the variables of cutting and all the rest of it are gone when that happens. So even though I don't think she's going to fill it out, um, I think the intangibles that make some things dicey are gone for her, which makes me even more, you know, leaning on that way. But look at like, she's a fucking talent regardless. So I'm going Natalie Richards, number one. Um, I'm going to go Sam, number two, the veteran, uh, she's probably going to be like, she's walking like crazy. So I'm going to take Sam number two. And for my number three, and this was a tough one. <laughs> I'm going to go Brit, Brittany Suplicki. Um, it could have been slinging the machine. It could be, I mean, I could be talked into someone else because Brittany has previously had a tough time cutting to 57. Um, so I was a little bit surprised she's going 56, but is if, if everything's going right and she keep her strength up, I just hope that it doesn't impact her performance too much or, you know, training, if it's whatever she's doing to get down there, if it fucking hits a training number, she gets injured or whatever, it's tough. Well, hopefully none of that happens, but I'm going Nat Sam Britt for my one, two, three overall bill. Looks like I wrapped up just in time. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. All right. So now day one happens day two now is the 67 and a half and 75 kilo lifters okay so we all think that sam calhoun's going to have the best points out of that day right does she worry about what natalie did the day before while she's pulling for points to get the top overall seed um in the pro series final um, or does she go for the win? Like, so that that's mm. so can that it's like, where are the priorities in this? Right. Cause like, you know, potentially Sam wraps up the best lifter on our second attempts. Then can she, she can shoot for first place if Gabby's ahead of her, of course, or she can then shoot for whatever Natalie hit the day before, two days before, whatever it is. So that's, that's tough. Um, if Natalie stays light, she definitely wins, I think, in my mind, right? If she doesn't fill out the fill out the full 60. Um, so I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to say Natalie one, Sam two, and then I'm going to go with Jasmine in third place mm. overall. Mm. Um, but it's going to be, it's like uber close between her, Britt, and Celine. It is. It's like, it's like uber close. It'll be like within points, but just because Jasmine will be going last. So like, is that something she's interested in? I don't know, but um, yeah, that's what I got. Between, it, it, sorry, go ahead, buddy. I was just gonna say it's interesting. I was trying to run some numbers, Bill, as far as like Sam versus like Natalie. And if Sam does like five twenty at sixty two, she yeah. gets five sixty four and change. 
Yeah. Nally, Nally has 492.5 at 57 is 564 and change. Yeah. So I, I don't know if Sam's going to be that light 62 and then be able to tie her PR. And then Nally at that point only has needed to do 492 um, and weigh in light. So I think it's going to be tough for Sam to worry about all those things. Weigh in light, totally. tire total, worry about winning her weight class, worry about winning the middleweights and winning the uh, pro <laughs> points. <laughs> it's just, right. she, she's got... I mean, this is a discussion for her and fucking Matt Gary, but like they, that, that that's where you have to work out. Look, we have a lot of moving pieces right now. What is the agenda? What do you want? Because this could go either which way. You guys are right. This has become a little more complicated specifically for her. And in terms of the third place, Bill, Jasmine Penn, definitely a good pick. Celine the Machine would have been all right. Brittany, like I could be talked into either one of those girls for the third. Um, it's tight. It's pretty tight. I, I do. I'm really high on Natalie Richards right now, but um, you know, it's, it's a pretty tight race in terms of the women's side for best lifter. Yeah. I just think the fact that like Brittany's going on, you know, two days before the other women in the 67, 75 class that they're going to at least have that number. Yeah. Like, okay. This is what we have to hit. And especially someone like Jasmine who kind of, we all kind of think she's going to you know win that class decently easy. So she can kind of focus on the, you know, finishing as high as possible. If she cares about the pro points, I don't even know. That's the whole thing. Like, you know, cause she hasn't done a pro meet yet. So she still has to do another pro meet after nationals to qualify for the pro finals next March. So like, you know, does she even care about that and want to go to the finals? I don't know. So maybe that's not even a thing she's worried about. <laughs> and same with like Brittany and same with like some Sam or whatever. Um, are they looking at continuing this path 2023 or what the heck or like what's their long-term goals what's going on what's their they they exactly what you just said they might not care they're just like i'm gonna i'm just gonna win collect some checks do whatever it's uh there's a lot of moving pieces we'll find out soon enough huh yeah i mean i mean with like someone like sam like she already has the 50 points from the arnold so even if she gets like 45 points from nationals she's gonna be in the top two make it into the pro series final but yeah what bill says like Jasmine would then have to turn around like the same month to do like the UBU Expo in Texas or wait a month or two and go to the UBU Expo in Florida or Arizona or wait all the way till December and go to the Virginia Pro because uh, she has to commit to one of those to get the points. But maybe, yeah, like Bill said, she won't care about traveling or wanting to go and do the Pro Series final at the Arnold. She didn't do the Arnold this year, so guess we'll find out only time will tell well there it is gentlemen thank you for your picks and all your feedback if you're listening to this wherever you're listening do subscribe we're dropping podcasts constantly don't miss them give us high ratings give us your thoughts on the preview show sometimes we get shit huh fellas sometimes i don't gotta tell them give us your thoughts we're gonna find out and some people wait until after nats rolls around and then they tag us like what's up now all right (laughs) yeah what's up what do you got to say? Okay, I'll eat my crow. I've even brought people on and be like, all right, I was wrong. I picked against you. Um, it is what it is. But let us know your your thoughts on our picks. Six-pack Lapidat, Wild Bill, Arian Messi-Kamessi, six up, and we are out. <laughs>